It takes money. Murder, murder, noise cancel? Me and Jesus are on the same level. That's what I'm trying to get at here. And Grisham from CSI will show up to my wedding. <laughs> yeah, he won't even <laughs> be invited. He'll just know. He'll just know about it. Some strange Japanese guy dressed in a lab coat is giving me some white powder and telling me to tip it in my drink. Better do what he says. Away, Seaboat. Away, Seaboat. Insane Ramblings. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a very covert episode of Insane Ramblings for you today. I'm Ben. And this is Vicky. And... Or well, is it? <laughs> probably. But don't tell anyone. Yeah, we're using our secret identities. <laughs> which are the same as our real identities, which has caused a lot of problems. Well, we probably should have thought that through, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, Invader Zim was already taken, so I was a bit disappointed and just stuck with my own name. That was the next logical step. It's like, well, if I can't have Invader Zim, it's got to be Vicky. So, That's what my mum said when I was born. <laughs> but, but at that time, I don't think Invader Zim was taken. Hmm. Or was it? Maybe she was very prescient. You haven't met my brother, Invader Zim. Ah. <laughs> cool. Why haven't you introduced us? <laughs> it's a secret identity. I can't just go throwing that around. Oh, well, uh, let's not divulge his identity too much then. Basically, what you're about to hear is a pre-recorded show as opposed to, I guess, a live show, which we don't do. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? As opposed to what we always do, which is pre-recorded. Yes. But uh, no, at the moment we're doing like a radio training course and we had to put together a bit of a demo for you guys. Well, not for necessarily you guys. Not for you guys at all, actually. Yeah. Quite the opposite. <laughs> but uh, we thought we'd share what we put together with you anyway, just because there was some good discussion about Elton John. Who doesn't love that? Yeah, we don't want you to miss out on what could be the world's best discussion on Elton John. We're not saying it is. We're saying it could be. It's up there, I'd say. <laughs> Definitely of today. Sunday is not the day of discussing Elton John, I feel. What, what is the day? Friday. Okay. Yeah, Elton John discussion day, Friday. That's the alternate name. I forgot about that. It's usually Friday morning, Thursday night. Yeah, there's yeah. a bit of overlap there. Yeah, there is. It's yeah. not just one day. Well, you, it doesn't follow the Roman calendar. You get started on Thursday night and you're like, oh, I've talked so much about Elton John that I can't just hold it all in. For, <laughs> I've got to save something next morning. I've got to tell everyone at work what we talked about tonight. Yeah, that's true. you got to uh, spread the Elton love. And so, yeah, basically we made a spin-off podcast to Insane Ramblings called The Proposal. <laughs> well, it's not so much a spin-off podcast as it's hopefully eventually going to appear on a Melbourne radio station called Sin FM and um, we'll also put it up as a sister podcast to Insane Ramblings. Yes, so I guess it's its own show, but uh, this first demo episode is only about 20 minutes long, so uh, we thought we'd share it with you guys anyway. Don't start liking it more than Insane Ramblings, and especially not because it's shorter. <laughs> and we also hinted at as part of the prop shows. Well, yeah, should we explain where the name comes from? Or well, I guess they kind no, of... No, it gets explained in the podcast. Yeah, so the, sure. the concept and name of the prop shows will be explained when you start listening to the prop shows. <laughs> I think they're already so confused. Yeah. <laughs> Just put on the prop shows already. That's and what they all be And we finally saying. achieved what we wanted to achieve. The masses begging for the prop shows. Yes. And uh, yeah, as part of the show, we didn't have much time to explore this, but Vicky hinted that she had a Justin Bieber dream. I had a Bieber dream. And I got a text message from her yesterday morning, a bit message in a time warp style that simply read, I'll be late. I got trapped in a Bieber dream. <laughs> so do you want to hear the dream or? That's kind of where I was leading this. I, I don't know. There's nothing more boring than hearing about someone else's dream, is there? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We do it frequently, so... Let's start prop shows number one. Is this story boring? Hmm. <laughs> I propose, possibly. 
Yeah, it is. I went to sleep. <laughs> so far, I'm digging this. And in the dream, I was living in a giant apartment block with like quite a few of my friends and people I know from overseas and a lot of famous people. And the bathroom was like this giant Roman-style communal bathroom. But Justin Bieber was blocking the toilet and the shower. Oh, like he was just like bitch. sitting in front of it for no reason. Like he wasn't using it. No. So I was like, move it, Bieber features. And he didn't move. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be late to work. Like, get out of the way of the shower. This is so annoying. I really need to go to the bathroom. And I have to go to work. I'm going to be late. So I went and found my Canadian friend. And I was like, dude, can you make Justin Bieber move? Like, I know you're both <laughs> you Canadian. That's the common ground here. Yeah, I was like, you can be like a role model for him. You're an older Canadian guy. You live in Finland. Like, it's pretty cool. I thought maybe he would know the secret Canadian handshake or something like that. I don't know. It didn't come up. I was just like, use your secret Canadian shared ways to make Bieber move. Sure. And he was like, I'm sorry, the Bieber's not my problem. And I was like, the Bieber is no one's problem. This is so frustrating. Why won't the Bieber move? So then I ran into my one of my good friends, Renee, and um, her mum was planning on buying an apartment in the block. And I was like, don't do it. Justin Bieber hangs out there and he won't <laughs> let you pee. I was like, Justin Bieber blocks the bathroom. Don't move here. <laughs> um, so hopefully her mum didn't move in. And then, blocking in the most literal sense. Yeah, it was pretty awful. So then I just went back to the bathroom and I was like, fine, Justin Bieber, I'm just going to pee in front of you. And then he moved because no one wants to see that. He didn't want to see you, Pete. No. I was like, well, why didn't that work at first? You said like a whole bunch of celebrities. Was it just Justin Bieber or was there someone else? That lived no, there? there was loads of celebrities just like hanging around. It was like a giant room. It was like the size of a gym in the bathroom. It was all tiled and stuff. But like there was just like a toilet in the middle and everyone was just sitting around like watching people go to the toilet, I guess. <laughs> oh, so he was using it. No, Justin Bieber was just sitting in the way of it. No one was using it. Because oh, okay. they couldn't. Justin Bieber was in the way. So who else was hanging out? What other celebrities are we talking that made um, cameo appearances? In Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were there. Oh, okay. Um, I would have thought he would have listened to them. Should have tried that. No, I do. Yeah, I didn't think about talking to the other celebrities. And, um, oh, yeah, in the middle of the dream, I went back to my apartment, which was, like, through this, like, maze of doors and stuff. <laughs> and I couldn't find it. And I was really frustrated. I was like, my house was just here a minute ago. I eventually got there and there's this guy there and he's like, I'm like, who the hell are you? He's like, I'm your boyfriend. And I was like, no, you're not. What are you doing in my house? He's like, I'm your boyfriend. I was like, if you're my boyfriend, why don't I know about it? And he's like, if I'm not your boyfriend, why do I live in your house? And I was like, touche. I see your logic, dream and I was like, boyfriend. No, there's no time for this. I'll come back and argue whose girlfriend I am later. Right now I need to solve the Bieber problem. <laughs> this is a subplot of my dream that I do not have time for. Yeah, basically. I was like, I'm going to be late to work unless I fix the Bieber problem. Let's come back and decide later whose girlfriend am I. <laughs> well, I'm glad you could make it here today to uh, share it with us Bieber unprohibited. Unbelievers. Sure. Yeah. Jason from Arrested Development. What's his full name? Jason Bateman. Yeah, Jason Bateman was in it. I was thinking you were going to go with Jason Derulo. Oh my gosh, I hope he was there. But maybe we have to just say any Jason's name in the same way. But Jason Bateman. <laughs> my brother's name is Jason. Well, you can Jason say... Jason Smith. Is that the Invader Zim one or should we not get... Shh. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to divulge his secret identity. Jeez. So, uh, all right, well, enjoy the rest of the prop shows all. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, and welcome to The Proposal Show, also known as The Prop Showzel. Better known as The Prop Showzel, I hope. 
I'm your host, Ben. And this is Vicky. And the song that you were just listening to was The Strokes' Life is Simple in the Moonlight, which I'm a big fan of that song, a big fan of that album, so I hope you enjoyed it. Well, I'd like to disagree whilst explaining the purpose of our show, which I think is an excellent, excellent segue. Okay. Do you know what's not a good segue? I'm waiting for this to turn into a good one, so... <laughs> Blatantly pointing out your segue. Okay. How annoying is life? Uh, it's, I'm okay at the moment. But. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm annoyed. I've been talking to Ben all morning about how irritating my life is. But anyway... Oh, so you mean how annoying is my life? Yeah, your, your life sounds... <laughs> woo, I don't want to even go there. <laughs> oh, yeah, your life irritates me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, today we're going to be introducing the prop shows to you, where basically we just propose things that we think should be laws or instituted in life. So basically... Whenever something irritates us, we're just going to try and legislate against it so that life is easier for us. And simpler in the moonlight. Is that where you're going for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not seeing the connection. but Simpler in the daylight as well. Okay. Not just at night. Sure. Well, uh, yeah. So anything that you can propose, be it laws or a toast or marriage <laughs> or propose a vacation, <laughs> we'll, we'll be covering those topics That's on the right. show. <laughs> so... Uh, what are the f- a few of the proposals that we might be covering off on today? Well, first I propose we listen to Gucci Gucci by Cray Sean. I'd also like to propose that our listeners move their kids out of the car, should they be in there. <laughs> because of a bit of a, a bit of language warning on yep. next time? So if you're driving your kids home, drop them off, wind up the windows and crack open a deck of cards. Or maybe they just really like swear words and they can listen along. <laughs> I don't know why a deck of cards. Yeah, I maybe. was just going to gloss over that. But <laughs> I sure. was trying to go with some sort of gambling reference and yeah, didn't get there. <laughs> you could also vote away in the car <laughs> for all of those over 18s listening sure. to this swearing. Ah, <laughs> uh, now I see where you're going. Yeah. So this is uh, Gucci Gucci by Creation. Uh, coming through your speakers now. Supposedly now. All right, and I hope you enjoyed that track by Creation, Gucci Gucci. So good they named it twice. Exactly. So uh, now our first proposal of the show, I would like to propose something. Okay. The Elton John Appreciation Society. I'm not sold. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hear my spiel first. Okay. Some people might actually say, but Ben, I'm sure there's already one of those out there. Well, I'll propose another one. Okay, yes. (laughs) We propose one more Elton John Appreciation Society in the world. And it's not because I'm the biggest Elton John fan ever. In fact... Really? Well, it's probably got to do with the opposite of that. I've I've never really gotten into his music that much. I don't... I feel like I'm a middle-of-the-road Elton John appreciator. Okay. Yeah, I'm neither swayed to hate nor appreciate. Hey. Ooh, (laughs) and apparently that's a lyric that he might steal from me. But I am swayed to rhyme. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the effect Elton John has upon me. So... Uh, basically, the theory behind this is that in the past, I may have dissed Elton John just in you know my personal life. Not, Are you stupid? Not on a stage that people could actually pay attention to me. But it seems like he's got some kind of mystical What do you powers. mean you dissed Elton John in your personal life? Like on a date or something? <laughs> on, on a date out with friends. Just 
whenever the topic of the Lion King or the, and that song. See, I was sort of imagining you on a dating video, like, so I'm, <laughs> I'm Ben. Um, welcome to Oasis.com. Likes pizza, dislikes Elton John. <laughs> you saw my video then? I did. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, apart from my dating video diss, I also may have just had conversations with friends. and You may have. May have. I can't confirm or deny, but for the sake of the story, <laughs> it makes more sense if I did. Okay. And so I basically... So you don't just climb in the shower alone every morning and shake your fist towards Alton John's general direction? Well, I did, but it's not verbally, so it's not really... doesn't make as much sense. Ooh. Is a diss a diss if it's not verbal? I'm just trying to get away from shaking my fist in the shower. <laughs> is a shaking fist a diss? Why am I <laughs> rapping our way through this? Topic for next week's show. We've got to stay on track for once. Um, so basically, the in those occurrences... As soon as I badmouth Elton John and the song Can You Feel the Love Tonight, within the next 24 hours and a lot of the time within the next like few minutes, I will hear that song somewhere. That's spooky. And it's not even a song that is frequently played on the radio <laughs> or anything like that. Like, it just comes ethereally out of nowhere to annoy me somehow. Like you'll just be walking down the street and someone will be busking it on the recorder or exactly. something? Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know how to stop this. So it's, it's been going on for quite a few years and so... Like in the past, I've just given up talking about Elton John for fear that I'll hear this track. <laughs> given up talking about Elton John. Well, I, I don't know One of your about... greatest pleasures. <laughs> it's like kicking tobacco. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a hard, uh, a hard habit to shake, but it had to be done. I met a guy last night. This is slightly off topic. He asked me for a cigarette. I said I didn't have any, so I asked for his name, and he told me it was Lung Cancer McTobacco. That's a uh, mean parents that he had. Yeah, I thought, hmm, probably would lay off the cigarettes if that was my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Don't want to play too much to character. <laughs> <laughs> so um, basically in hope of starting the Elton John Appreciation Society that once I've founded this, he will no longer be harassing me through song form <laughs> is, is the theory. So you're going to spend more time appreciating Elton John so mm. you spend less time listening to Elton John. Yeah, well, I, I figure that founding the society is like a one-off thing. Okay. After that, it's kind of, we can move on with our so lives. So you're some sort Elton. of like watchmaker god of the Elton John Appreciation Society. You set it in motion and then step back. That's the plan. Okay. I, I don't know how well this will work, but we can only hope. And I feel like if this, is, if this works, then a Bieber society might be in order as well. Because just like yesterday, we were doing the same thing. We were discussing Bieber and... Yeah, then- I was late to work with Ben because I was trapped in a Bieber dream. As you are normally. Yes, <laughs> my usual excuse of being late to work. Yeah, like if I'm if the clock strikes five past, Ben's like, oh no, Bieber dream, call her. Yeah, she's trapped. Someone wake even, her up. I didn't even need to call her. I just assume it's a Bieber dream. Yeah, well, every night I have to sleep like I'm in Inception, like <laughs> craned <laughs> over a bath a bath of cold water so someone can tip me in if I uh, if I get if too close. If you go to too it. deep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Now she's friends with the Bieber. And <laughs> Cut as, the rope. As soon as we, uh, you know, she got to work and we started talking smack about Bieber he just like was everywhere for the rest of the day I know he was in like a picture on the um, wall of our work and he was on the radio and I don't even like Justin Bieber I didn't even know who he was until yesterday well obviously Vicky's up to date with all these uh, topics of you know pop culture (laughs) but uh, yeah one step at a time we'll do Elton John first and then if that works then we'll make plans for another one that's true let's at least try the proposal and Mm -hmm. see how well it works it might make things worse you might envelope you with his love <laughs> well I mean I couldn't handle Elton John's love I think uh, you'll probably start hearing sorry seems to be the hardest word or something <laughs> <laughs> well uh, I think 
to start kickstart this proposal, we're going to play you some Elton John, the track Can You Feel the Love Tonight, the main song that seems to be haunting me in my sleep. Uh, so here's Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John as the first movement of the EJAS or Elton John Appreciation Society. Catch the acronym. And welcome back to the Prop Showzel. That was Elton John's Can You Feel the Love Tonight as part of our EJAS proposal. And I can only assume all our listeners have been hanging on for this segment, which were basically based off a pun title, and I can only... Well, that's basically, in my mind, the best reason to start a radio play is because you've got a hilarious pun title. <laughs> so since we're on Sin Radio, we uh, thought, why don't we parody that in Sin City, the film noir graphic novel movie, and we've written episode one. So strap yourselves in for a pleasure that hasn't been around since the 50s, <laughs> an excellent film noir radio play. It's called, episode one is an unusual proposal. On the prop shows, let's kick it off. Walk down the right back alley in Sin City and you can find anything. You need someone or something dead, that's right over there. A delicious sandwich, you can get that too. I found a guy selling used toothbrushes once. I don't know why anyone would need one of those. Maybe some people don't like the bristles so hard. It's not my thing, but if you're into that for whatever reason, Sin City provides. The name's Jake Manley, P.I. It wasn't always my name. Just three weeks ago, it was a mild-mannered school teacher, Jimmy Johnson. I was just a regular guy who didn't narrate his life as much back in those days. Then Cindy, the dame from across the hall, walked into my office. She had an unusual proposal that changed everything. Hi, Jimmy. Looks like the third grade is taking its toll on you. Oh, hey, Cindy. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I used to be pretty good at this job, but after five years of trying to get two dozen nine-year-olds to pay attention to anything for more than five minutes... I'm beginning to wonder why I bother. Yeah, I know that feeling. My second graders aren't much easier. They spent the better part of this morning making up mean nicknames for the new girl. When I was finally able to get them to pay attention to their times table instead, a bird flew into the classroom. Oh man, I missed a bird. I know. They chased it around for 25 minutes and when it finally found its way back out the side again, the rest of the lesson was spent talking about that time when a bird flew into the classroom. Yeah, but it'll be hard to trump that. You may as well count the rest of the week as a write-off. You ain't wrong. <sighs> I wish I could just leave this place and start over. What do you mean? I want a new job, where the highlight of my week isn't confiscating some kid's frisbee so I can play with it later. Did you actually do that? Because I went in on that. Of course. We can play later. But I don't just want to stop at a new job. I want a whole new identity. A new name, a new house, everything. So why don't you do it? It's not that simple. I don't know how to do anything else apart from this. What if I told you there was a way to start over? Right now? You don't need to learn any new marketable skills or have any money in your pocket. We can go right now. You and me, and leave someone else to deal with the frisbees and the stories of birds in the classroom. I'd ask you what the catch is, then. The only condition is that once you commit to your new life, that's it. There's no going back. But we start completely fresh, you and me? Yep. When do we leave? Why wait? Let's go tonight. Who's going to teach my class tomorrow? Yeah, they'll find a substitute or something. Don't worry about it. Just meet me tonight and everything will be explained. Where exactly are we meeting? Sin City. Later that night, Cindy and I made our way through the streets till we eventually ended up in a deserted alleyway. Are you sure this is on the up and up? Of course it's not on the up and up. The place is called Sin City and they're offering us the chance to start completely new lives with almost zero consequences. You think a place that's on the up and up does that? 
Okay, I see your point. So what's the plan? I've got an old friend who's going to be helping us out. I called ahead and he just said to come here and wait. For how long? Should be any minute now. The loud knocking was coming from behind me. I spun around as quickly as I could, but no one was there. What's this? Cindy bent down to pick up a large envelope. Is this what we came here for? One way to find out. We gingerly opened the envelope together and poured over its contents. Inside were two notes, one addressed to me and the other to Cindy. Mine read, Congratulations, the life you once knew is no more. All your debt, worries, and burdens are absolved. You will assume your new identity immediately. Jimmy Johnson lives on, but not through you. Your friends, family, and co-workers are now distant memories and must remain as such. You can never see them again. Your new identity is not without responsibility either, and your new job is just one of those. It is advised that you do not ignore these new responsibilities, or there may be unforeseen consequences. Attached to this letter, you will find a new birth certificates, passports, and all the other documentation required to begin anew. Have fun. Name, Jake Manley. Address, 41 Rainwood Drive, Sin City. Occupation, private investigator. Likes, Justice and his pet dog, Ubu. Dislikes, pineapple on pizza. Hey, Cindy. Yeah, huh? You know what I asked what the catch was? No, wait, yes. This line here about my family, friends, and co-workers becoming distant memories, that's the kind of thing I was asking about. Eh, uh, what's the big deal? You barely had any living relatives left anyway, and I'm the only one of your friends, and you've still got me. Well, what about this bit about unfortunate consequences? As long as we stick to our new jobs, we'll be fine. What's yours? Private investigator. I don't know a thing about investigating, let alone doing it privately. You'll learn. It does sound kind of cool, actually. What do you get? I'm Carmen Sinclair, part-time magician's assistant. <laughs> really? That sounds totally made up. That's what it says. What's your new name? Jake Manley. No way. You don't think I look like a Jake Manley? Cindy sure doesn't, but I think Carmen Sinclair is coming round to it. Come on, let's go see what the rest of Sin City has to offer. And you're back with the prop shows all to wind yourself up with one last proposal for the day. Yes, what do you have for us, Vicky? I think there needs to be some sort of national regulating board for the misuse of board games. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I've found that people just throw board games around willy-nilly. Playing board games with the family on a Sunday night, the board would smile upon that. They would grant your request. <laughs> All right. Playing Cluedo to have fun with friends on a bleak and rainy beach holiday, the board would smile on that. Sure. Using Cluedo to solve a real murder, frowned upon well, by the board. The board would frown upon it or it just wouldn't be very useful? No, the board would frown upon oh, it. Sure. You can't just go around using board games for the, what they weren't intended for. A friend of mine was forced into playing Twister at work. <laughs> what do you mean forced? <laughs> like they were going to lose their job if they did not twist accurately? Yeah, it was a team building exercise whereby everyone was forced to play Twister with their co-workers can't we just get rid at of, work. Can't we just get rid of team building exercises? I think that's the real root of the problem. No. It's not. You're so wrong. <laughs> it's the willy-nilly use of board games throughout the world with absolutely no concern for the consequences. People are just using board games with abandon. Let's play Monopoly in the middle of this shopping centre. Are you crazy? The board would frown upon that. So who gets to decide when and where these board games are to be played? The board of board games. Uh, but is that, are you on this board or is this just people that we appoint? That is yet to be decided. Okay, well... Uh... This could be a good idea, but what if you feel like some Uno mid... Well, you're board- driving in the car and there's a swearing song on. Exactly. <laughs> You've been asked to use your deck of cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. 
You can't just suddenly start playing a board game with absolutely no um, thought of the consequences. You need the board to tell you what could possibly happen. So do we have a punishment? Imagine if people had just started playing cards. There'd be crashes all over Melbourne. And but is I was testing you all with that suggestion because the board <laughs> would definitely frown earlier. upon that. <laughs> so is what happens if someone goes against these rules? Do they execution? Oh, yes. I think that's fair. It's quite a serious board. Well, I'm all for this proposal. And someone else that I'm sure is for it is Martina Topley Bird with her song Sandpaper Kisses. All right, and we're back basically to say goodbye to you all. Thanks for joining us on the first episode of The Proposal Show slash Prop Showzel. <laughs> and um, basically the whole reason for The Prop Showzel is I've started a lifelong journey towards one goal. One singular goal that has consumed every action that I've taken. You might have thought it was an accident that I threw coffee on the show notes this morning. You were wrong. It was all towards one goal. To making everything in your life delicious? Deliciously inclining towards marrying you. Oh, wow. So, Ben, I'd just like to... Let's just draw close to each other. Sure. Let's just put a little a little track underneath this that explains how I feel about you. Oh, okay. I'm glad it wasn't... Can you feel the love tonight? Ben. Yes, Vicky. Will you marry me? This is so unexpected. <laughs> uh, let me think about this. No, I won't. All right, well, let's just enjoy Rockford's Only to Be With You and I'll just turn it up so you guys can't hear my tears out I think there, that's right? just as good.